0: The Wealthy Commodity Trader Learnings from a World-Class Investor, Father, Husband, and Follower of Jesus Welcome to the 24th edition of The Wealth Letters, a collection of letters written by people from all walks of life, the titans of success to ordinary folks, that provide universal keys to finding a wealthy life. Please read or listen to the Manifesto linked here before reading the collection of letters to better understand this project's purpose. This edition is a little different in that it's a letter written to you, the readers of the Wealth Letters, on my takeaways and findings from my two-hour lunch with Peter Brandt. This was also posted to Twitter, which is linked here. If you read my letter to my daughters, you will know that Peter Brandt was referenced for his wisdom on using strict risk management when it comes to investing your money, and so it was an absolute pleasure and blessing to be able to sit down with a true mentor. Peter Brandt entered the commodity trading business in 1976 with Conti Commodity Services, a division of Continental Grain Company. From his start in the commodity industry, Peter's goal was to trade proprietary funds, but he first needed to learn the business. From 1976 through 1979, Peter handled large institutional accounts for Conti, including Campbell Soup Company, Oral Wheat, Godiva Chocolate, Swanson Foods, Homestake Mining, and others. In 1980, Peter founded Factor Trading Company. In his capacity as CEO, Peter was primarily engaged in trading proprietary capital. Factor Trading also produced market research and managed the trading activities of several large institutional clients. Among Peter's institutional trading clients was Commodities Corporation of Princeton, New Jersey, at the time one of the world's largest trading houses. In 1990, Peter published his first book titled Trading Commodity Futures with Classical Chart Patterns. And in 2011, John Wiley and Sons published Peter's second book, Diary of a Professional Commodity Trader. The book became Amazon's number one ranked book on trading for 27 weeks. His first book, Trading Commodity Futures with Classical Chart Patterns, was published in 1990 and is considered a classic by many traders. So that gives you a little bit of a background on who Peter is. Um, And again, this was a letter that I wrote based on my findings that I had from Peter. We had a two-hour lunch in YZ, Minnesota, and he just was nice enough to sit down with me and answer some of my questions. And so here is a letter titled, What I Learned from the Wealthy Commodity Trader by me, Jordan Olmscheid. Most of what I've learned and come to be in my faith as a husband and father in business and as an investor is due to mentorship. I was blessed recently with the opportunity to meet one of my mentors, Peter Brandt, over a two hour lunch. Peter is a world class investor, a top half of a percent in the world, who is featured in Jack Schwager's Market Wizards series of books, has made his living solely from investing for decades, and has a following of 1 million plus people who have read his books and learn alongside him at the factory port. But his passion for his faith, family, and focus on excellence in everything he does is what impressed me more than his investing success. Peter is a world-class investor, but I think more importantly, a world-class follower of Jesus, husband, father, and human being. Like me, Peter was born and raised in the North Tundra of Minnesota, where he received a scholarship to play hockey at St. Cloud State University, For anyone who doesn't know hockey, SCSU is a national powerhouse. Peter married and had children at a young age, which pushed him to grow as a father and husband early on. He transferred to the University of Minnesota for journalism. Useless side note, I found it amusing that Peter started at St. Cloud State and transferred to the U of M because I did the exact opposite. I started at the U of M and transferred to St. Cloud State. Okay, onward. I couldn't connect how Peter crossed the bridge from journalism to legendary investor, but by happenstance, he was shown the trading floor, or the pit, at the Chicago Board of Trade and said it was nuts and was hooked. I now understand what all the yelling and screaming and waving of papers is all about that we see in the movies. Peter said that it's exactly what the pit was like because everything hangs on order flow and the traders in the pit are trying to get their orders filled. Peter managed funds for some very large corporations before trading his own funds to earn his living. Some say the best investors are born. Maybe. But in Peter's case, he learned and willed his way to being one of the best to ever do it. It takes years of trial and error and studying the markets to be able to do this successfully. It took Peter a few years to be profitable and a few more years to do it for a living. Over the long term, He said that 10% of traders maybe make a little money, but less than 1% make enough to make a living. Who could muddle through 5 plus years of trading and learning before truly breaking through to the point where he could do it for a living? Peter was able to because he engineered his situation from a place of strength. Before going off on his own, he made an agreement to be able to come back to his current position after a year with a pay raise. They accepted because he was one of their best. This allowed Peter the flexibility and mindset to approach trading the right way without the stress of needing to make it cloud his judgment and decision-making. Peter attributes his investing success to his own mentors, as well as putting himself in a position of strength and security to actually give it enough time to see it through. Faith. Peter doesn't work closely with anyone who is not a man or woman of faith. It's what he's done from the start and has treated him well over his 50-plus years in business, investing, in life. I love how Peter said that he is unapologetically open about his faith and that while some people may shy away from that, it has done so much more good for him in his life. He plays pickleball six days a week and has ridden over 1,000 miles on his bike this year. What is interesting is that pickleball has grown in sport and popularity, and Peter even notices how the younger generation has really taken hold of the game. When I asked about his wisdom on building wealth for most of us, he said that almost everyone should dollar-cost average into the S&P 500, get the big expenses under control, he drives a car that's 15-plus years old, and do this from the get-go, and you will be wealthy at age 50-plus. Peter said it's not mandatory for building wealth, but he owns a small percentage in Bitcoin as a hedge with the understanding that it is equally likely to go up in price as it is to go to zero. For the majority of us, 2% of your investable assets may be a good starting point. Again, understanding that this investment may go to zero. Looking back, he didn't optimize for building wealth. He was focused on the cash flow from his trading business to live his life. Peter said that if he optimized for building wealth, meaning using cash flow from his trading business to invest in the S&P 500, rental real estate, et cetera, he would be worth much more than he is today. I asked about investing in the stock market and its volatility and how to manage our emotions when we are seeing our investments fluctuate. He said to just continue to buy for years and hope for a downturn because when you're buy- then you're buying at lower prices. Peter referenced Warren Buffett, perhaps the most well-known investor of our time, and how Mr. Buffett says that most people should buy the S&P 500 over time, and that's it. Nothing more anyone should need to do. Buffett and Brandt, two world-class investors, saying that 99% of us should just buy the S&P 500, I think would behoove us to listen. Peter has written two books and says that he has a couple more in him before he goes. My goal is to have The Wealth Letters published into a book down the line, along with live readings of the letters in a community or theater format. Peter gave advice to me on the publishing process, as well as who he works with on his own publishing at Harriman House. I was able to confirm the idea that collecting insights from the highly successful to the ordinary folks on the keys to living a wealthy life is a mission that can truly help others. To summarize, Peter said to Tune out the noise of this world and everything and everyone screaming for your attention and focus on faith, family, and excellence in what you do. If these are your true north, then true wealth, excellence, and legacy will be a byproduct of those things. Thank you for reading, and thank you for Peter for being willing to be vulnerable and sharing your story. If you would like to learn more from Peter, he I do have his website linked here, and if you'd like to read his book, The Diary of a Professional Commodity Trader, that is also linked here as well. Uh, Something new this go around is I do have a shout out section. Um, A special shout out goes out to Chanel Basilio, who has referred over 17 people to The Wealth Letters. Chanel writes a newsletter called Growth in Reverse, which is linked here, where she reverse engineers how top creators grow from 0 to 50,000 plus readers. Even if you're not a creator, I think you will appreciate how much time and effort she puts into her deep dives. Chanel also took some time to look at my project and gave some outstanding insight as to how to go about reaching more people, time management strategies, etc. I did a write-up of everything I learned from her that you can read here, and that's linked right here. Chanel gets a shout-out in this edition, is now listed on the leaderboard, and currently holds the number one spot received book summaries of my top three books for living a wealthy life, and will be listed as a supporter in the future published book of The Wealth Letters. These perks were given to Chanel as she took advantage of referring friends to this project, which you can do too. If you go to the leaderboard linked here, you can share the custom link with your friends and get some sweet rewards. Or I think they're sweet anyways. Uh, If you refer one friend, you get a shout out in an upcoming newsletter edition. If you refer three people, you get summaries of my top three books that really kind of helped me in my pursuit of what true wealth looks like. And if you refer five or more people, you will get listed as a supporter in the future book of The Wealth Letters. So would you be awesome like Chanel and share with a few friends? Thank you for your support. Your ideas and feedback are always welcome. You can share your lessons or story and be featured in the Wealth Letters. You can reach out by email or by commenting on this post. Really appreciate you.